Good evening. And as always, I want to just give you a moment to allow people to get on tonight. And uh, I want to thank you for watching this evening. And uh, I always appreciate you taking time out, whether it's uh, at night or watching later or or listening to our podcast that come from these videos, I uh, want to just uh, thank you for being understanding about last night. I uh, I try to be as involved in the community as I can, and so uh, yesterday I went and watched a golf match and a volleyball game for kids from church, and so uh, try to be involved in. And people's lives as much as possible and so uh, sometimes those volleyball games golf matches football events um, last past eight o'clock and so uh, that's where I was last night watching some kids from church and uh, also I want to thank you for for understanding that uh, tonight I want to talk to you about what it means to be there for people you see, we uh, live in a world that has convinced us that being busy is all that matters. We live in a world that has convinced us that we ought to be worried about our careers and our, our wants above all. But as you're aware of Job's situation of losing his children, losing his wealth, losing his health. Um, Job has three friends that come to be with him. And we're going to look at those friends and how sometimes they were more of a problem than they were a blessing. And I think all of us can be that way. Um, as friends to other people, we can sometimes be a, a blessing and sometimes we can be a hindrance. But I want to talk to you tonight about just the power of being there. Just the power of being there. And the reason I say that is because all of us are going to lose loved ones and the people that we care about are going to lose loved ones. All of us are going to have health issues and we're going to have loved ones that are going to have health issues. And the world tells you to just speed up and worry about you but God says slow down and love one another and uh, I think many times we struggle with well what should I say uh, what should I say to that person that I care about that's lost a loved one what should I say to that person that has had a terrible health diagnosis what should I say tonight I want to show you that sometimes you don't have to say anything at all and uh, I'm not talking about that one song but uh, I want to read verse 11 12 and 13 now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him they came every one from his own place Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Namatite for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him 
And when they lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voices and wept. And they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their head toward heaven. So they are weeping for Job. They are weeping with Job. But listen to what happens when they get there. Because you might be saying, well, I've got this perfect speech to help this person through their loss. I've got this perfect speech to encourage this person through their difficulty. But listen to what Job's friends did. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spoke a word until him. For they saw that his grief was very great. There are two things I want to show you tonight about really loving one another, about really being there for people in their time of need. One, it is more than a one message text. It is more than a like on Facebook. When people are genuinely hurting, it is investing in them with the process of grief. You see, the process of grief is not a one-day thing. It's not a two-day thing. It's not even the funeral. It is a process that stretches out over time. And so if we're really going to be a group of people that love one another, we have to understand that loving people in the difficulties, loving people in their time of loss, loving people in their time of tragedy, could very well mean a commitment longer than what we're willing to pay. You say, Jake, what does that mean? That means for us as a church, uh, we have someone on the hospice right now, and uh, we have people taking in meals uh, every couple days for that family. And you say, well, Jake, um, what does that have to do with anything? Well, that is investing in them during this long period of time. It's not just something we say we do. It's not just something we think about doing, but it is walking with people or sitting next to them in their time of need. And you say, well, Jake, I'm willing to do that, but I just don't know what to say. Job's friends just sat there. And what do you think Job's friends did when they sat there? Do you think they looked at him like a calf at a new gate? No. I'm sure they wept when he wept. I'm sure they prayed as they sit there. And so there are two things from that I want to show you as well, that you have to be willing to, one, rejoice with those who rejoice, like the Bible says. You have to be willing to weep with those who weep, like the Bible says. And you've got to be a person who prays with people and for people. You see, most of us, we will pray for someone when we hear of their disaster. But do we really keep praying for them? Are you still praying for that family at church that lost a loved one one week later, two weeks later, a month later? You ought to make note. And when the anniversary of that loved one's passing comes along, maybe send them a note. Encourage them. Saying, thinking of you on this hard day. So there's a lot of ways you can walk with people, sit with people, pray with people in their time of need. And so tonight my challenge to you is, is just to slow down. Slow down and realize that 
the busyness of sports and the busyness of work are, are important and they're necessary from time to time. But don't miss the opportunity to love people when they're hurting. Don't miss the opportunity to be there in someone else's time of need. Before I started this devotion tonight, I actually received a text message uh, being asked to do a funeral from an individual that has passed away in our community and, and whether or not the, we could have the funeral at church. And, and uh, that was my response was, well, of course, you know, we'll make whatever happened needs to happen. And, and uh, is there, do you need a meal for your family? And, and uh, because why? It's not just a, I'm sorry for your loss. It's, I'm sorry for your loss. How can we care for you during this time? And you say, Jake, well, you know, I've never lost anybody or uh, I've never really been in that need. Well, friends, there will come a day when all of us will lose someone that rocks our world to the core. We will all lose someone who changes our emotional outlook, our, our, our well-being for a season. And in those times, God will send people or try to send people to be the friends like Job's in this moment. And so tonight, whether you are the one being sent like Job's friends or you are needing someone to come and sit and be with you like Job, don't miss what God is trying to do. Because in those moments, not only do you show people that you love them, but that God loves them. And if people can understand that you love them and God loves them, it is amazing how God can carry through people in difficult times that they never thought they could make on their own. And so as always, I want to just thank you for watching tonight. And Lord willing, um, we should be back on schedule. Uh, like I said, again, I might get invited to a softball game or a volleyball game or something like that. And, and sometimes those run a little longer than I anticipate. So, but Lord willing, uh, we'll be just hammering through the book of Job. We've got a long way to go to see what God has to say to you and I. And so as always, I pray that God will bless you and be with you in Jesus' name.